two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. Mark, it is great to have you back, man. Yeah, it's it's been a minute. Like it's only mm-hmm. been two weeks, but wow, what a whirlwind! <laughs> it, it, right? It's well, and like that old that old chestnut that old saying goes, right? It's not the it's not the years, it's the mileage. It's not the weeks. It's the wizardry, I guess that's... No, that's terrible. That's awful. But, um, <laughs> but, we, but, but we mentioned this, that you uh, and your lady wizard took a much-needed vacation to uh, St. Croix there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll, I'll let you share as much or as little as you want about that. But um, yeah, how, 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 how was that trip? Um, it was a lot of fun. Did a ton of walking, saw a lot of sights. Um, I am really into churches, and I am not into them, but I love old architecture. And some of these churches yeah, are older dude. than America, and I'm just like, Hell this yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Um, no, it, that's sweet. It's um, it was a lot of fun. Um, you'll be glad to know that I added something to my wizardly roster. I specced into uh, animal or small animal handling. Oh shoot! Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's feral chickens all over this damn island, right? <laughs> And they just run around. Everything is open air. No one gives a shit about them. They're just there. Um, so, like, anytime we ate, there's all these fucking chickens hanging around the restaurant. Mm. Um, and, you know, people throw shit to them, but they're real spooky because they're feral chickens. And I mm. may have said this before or not, but I'll say it now. I had chickens in high school. So, from, like, uh, seventh grade up until I graduated, we had probably, oh, anywhere between 25 and 80 chickens, just depending on, like, how we were, you know, like how the, the circle of life was progressing. Mm. Um, and when I was a young wizard, I learned how to talk to chickens and I got to show my Mrs. Wizard, much to her embarrassment, how to call and talk to chickens. So That's we'd awesome. be like sitting there eating and she'd be like trying to get their attention, like throwing shit at them. And like, they'd run up and grab it and run away. I'm like, you're doing it wrong. She's like, I am not. And I was like, here, watch this. And I just like put my hand down, kind of wiggle my fingers. I go, and these fucking chickens freak out and just start running at me. They're just flocking. And like 10 minutes in, like I've got one sitting on my knee. I think I posted a picture on Twitter. I was like feeding them. Like, Oh, right. Yeah. Nah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. They were my buddies and I was Mark the chicken wizard. But to that end, I was also Mark the tiny fish wizard. Um, mm. While we're out swimming, if you, and I'm sure this is like old hat to anybody who lives by an ocean, but I don't. So go away guys. Um, if you kick up some sand or silt or whatever, a little fish will come and like pick at it. Mm. And so I was just sit out there and like kick it up all, all good. And then all these little fish are just like swarming around me. So I was like pig pen with fish. It was great. <laughs> no, well, it, it, truly you, you, um, yeah, you must've like stumbled across a bunch of bonus XP or something. Cause Leah, you're like small game, uh, handling with uh school of wizardry um yeah man holy cow that's cool yeah i also it's... shook hands with a sea urchin and i do not recommend <gasps> it Ooh, yeah maybe that maybe i was out swimming like free diving i was about eight foot deep and i put my hand down and of course i don't have goggles on or anything i just sure, see like yeah. i'm just like kind of like crawling along the bottom and boy did i grab an urchin <laughs> Ooh, yeah yeah i i have not myself but i hear those can be pretty pretty rough it's always fascinating to uh to me Going any sort of travel touristy place, yeah, just like the 
um, yeah, the o- abundance of local fauna that like the locals. It's like okay, whatever. Here, there's here, but they are, but they're like ah, here's like some tourists. Maybe they'll feed me. Uh, so it sounds like in yeah. this case, chickens. Um, when we were in Delphi, outside of the archaeological museum, there, there's just like packs of cats, just like hanging out, being little Delphi cats. Oh yeah. And you so, showed me your Delphi cats. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Yeah, and it was, and so and so people come and like feed them. I had I pat myself on the back. Um, I was like, yeah, but what about water? Like, like nobody's giving these these poor cats water. So I found a little bowl left over from some Greek salad or something and rinsed it out and put some water in. And yeah, they immediately started lapping that up. Um, had my mechanical pencil and was playing with the kittens and all that. Uh, and then same and then same for my Mrs. Wizard on on one of the sort of family cruises we were in oh gosh darn it curacao um hmm. and yeah some similar, similar kind of thing there we were just grabbing lunch something like that a little outdoor cafe and like she she was the kitten whisperer and so all the cats were coming up to her and like getting their little head scritches and all that stuff and she's like this is my power i just i just any sort of local cat um I just they immediately come to me because I know how to speak cat, much like you know how to speak chicken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but but that that's awesome, buddy. And uh, yeah, it is. I'm 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 glad you had a great time, and I'm also glad to have you back on this new episode of the Two Wizards podcast. Uh, welcome everybody. It's great to have you here. As always, my name is Josh, and I am a wizard. And my name is Mark. And- <laughs> This is like uh, that's I'm a wizard in chicken. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like Kronk at, at the end of the Emperor's New Groove, and he's teaching the Squirrel Scouts or whatever. It's like that. That's you, man. <laughs> um, hey, as long as we're here, I gotta shout you out. I know that I have already like oh, privately oh, filleted oh, you. Oh, you. Uh, oh no, me indeed. Oh, you, sir, Josh. You knocked AI out of the park for editing. I am so damn proud of you. Oh, like, thank you. Thank you. there's a little applause sound effect that just happened. Like, <laughs> hooray! All of the little kids. I was so I was so tempted to use that, like little kids. Yay! What? I couldn't quite find a place. Uh, be, well, but thank you. No, it, it was great. It was, uh, it was, it was something that I could do to help. Make sure that you enjoyed your vacation, that you weren't... Because you were also editing like three episodes... You were editing like three other episodes uh, for us mm-hmm. and, and for the Dangle podcast. I was like, hey, buddy, let me like take a little bit of that off of you. Um, so yeah, I, I was happy to. That was my gift to you. And 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 But also it, it was. It was, um, it was, dare I say, fun. It was interesting. Uh, it certainly gave me a lot more appreciation for what you do week in and week out multiple times. Uh, across the uh, High Hammock Studios burgeoning empire. Uh, and I don't know. Yeah, maybe in the future. Maybe in the future I might dip my past dissertation defense and all that stuff. But but yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that's I'll, something. I'll, could... I'll hit you up around like August, I think. Okay, sweet. Yeah, we can do that too. <laughs> you um, can, well, that'll be how we kick off uh, season seven. Well, f- fair enough. And if nothing else, beyond the experience and the gratitude I now have, I also will be try. I will try to be more mindful because I already see that little goddamn blip on the audacity screen. That is me going, um, because holy cow, did I? <laughs> it did. It took, I forgot my little tweet. Like, yeah, two thousand three hundred seventy-eight ums that I had to cut out. It's like, Josh, you <laughs> asshole. 
<laughs> it is funny how you recognize the pattern in your like it is in yeah. your voice. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it was getting to the point I could I could preemptively pause it, see that little blip, and cut it out, and just grumble to myself, "Wrecking, wrecking, wrecking, wrecking." Uh, oh, that, no, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Uh, but what we are going to do is we're going to talk about what is in our wizard's cup, and inspired by your recent sojourn, what are we drinking? We are drinking mojitos. I'd never had one before, and I drank one at the Miami-Dade airport at 9 in the morning after a miserable 12-hour layover mm. in Vegas mm. and then a horrible red-eye flight with which I'm pretty sure it was like a micro-fractured foot. And all I wanted was something to eat and something to drink, and I saw a place that said mojitos, and my first thought was, I don't think it's a gay drink, and <laughs> I don't think it is a gay drink. It's delicious, but no, it mine is. might get squirrely tonight. Did okay. you know that simple syrup can go bad? Because I didn't. <gasps> Ruh row. So I go I mean, to mix it up tonight, and okay. there's like this black shit floating. It looks like a little black jellyfish just floating in my simple syrup. <laughs> I'm like, you dirty bitch. So I had to like on the fly try and like muddle simple or like muddle syrup and yeah. mint and lime juice together to like make gross paste in my shaker. So I'm kind of worried about this, but it looks okay. right. Okay. But, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'm using Bacardi. I don't know what sort of rum you have. I'm um, also using Bacardi. Are you was, using, Did you use uh, silver? Uh, yes, yes. Well, yeah, because it's supposed Ooh. to be like a white. It's supposed to be white rum. I'm sure no, no matter what na- nastiness that is, having Bacardi will will sanitize that bad boy right up. Uh, or at least I hope so. And actually, on one of our one of our, talking about the many trips to the tropics, I guess to the Caribbean, uh, there was one of the. Again, one of the other family cruises, we stopped in San Juan, and Mrs. Wizard and I did did a tour of the Bacardi factory, and that was pretty oh, very sweet. nice. Yeah, it was cool. It was pretty cool. The reason why they have the bat as their kind of logo is when they were, it like it wasn't quite prohibition, but it was sort of like, hey, we're making a bunch of rum, we're kind of keeping this on on the down low. Let's like store these in some caves, and so oh. legend has it there was a bat. And and I also think the the founder uh, Jose Bacardi, I think his parents were killed after seeing a movie in an alley some way, and so he said, "If I can't avenge you, I will make some rum." <laughs> there was some Batman that just never became Batman because he got drunk instead. <laughs> it's not throat cancer. Um. <laughs> You're making this island worse. I know. And now I'm going to clean it up. And he, like, goes to, like, jump out the window, trips and falls. And, <laughs> oh, oh, God, uh, take a nap instead. <laughs> but Calisthenics are done for the day. <laughs> All that is to say, here's on you, buddy. Cheers, good buddy. Oh, man. Oh, so good. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Tastes like mint. I think yeah. I did it right. Mint. Or, yeah. yeah, I. I'm using... My, uh, I can't say patented because I didn't patent this, but my ubiquitous, I suppose, wide mouth mason jar. So I kind of had to eyeball like there's there's hundred milliliter uh, gradation, uh, yeah, like uh, dashes on on the side there. That's close enough. That that looks like fifty milliliters of lime juice. Make it a double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. So, that's, yeah, that's what I did. Is I just mixed a double, and it's in my uh, Packers mm-mm, glass. Mm-mm. Or I'm sorry, my Eddie line glass. But yeah. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, nice. Here yeah. we go. Well, okay. So 
we're back from our travels. We have these delicious uh, drinks next to us. What are, what are we talking about, Mark? Josh, we are taking a trip back. That's right. We are going back to the SCP Foundation. Oh boy! Yeah. That ever and or that ever expanding well of internet ooky spooky bullshit that. <laughs> Some are really good and some are really bad, and they're so really good or bad that you and I decided to like take a bump of hubris and decide to. I wrote one of I wrote one, and I want to see if you can pick it out. And then oh, okay. you ran yeah. some through our new friend at Chat. Uh, what Chat GTP? Yeah, G- GPT. Right, and so GPT, we're we're, yeah. we're gonna play. Yeah, we're we're gonna play one of these SCPs. Uh, is not like the other. Um, one of these things was clearly written by an AI. Or was it? Um, <laughs> or was it? Uh, but yeah, and well, and and also with that understanding uh, that 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 you just came back from a travel, I've I've been kind of working like mad too. And while this isn't a full on loose robes, it, it's maybe, um, I'd say maybe a Euclid class robe. You know, it can it can wander around. It can kind of do its own thing. It's not really going to harm anybody unless you intentionally provoke it. Um, but yeah, I think, I think this is also a nice easing back into, into, uh, things. Do, do yours, cause I also know in the past, sometimes we do little themes, uh, or sometimes we just pick kind of random ones. Do, do yours have any through line, any, any, uh, categorization that, that binds them all together or were these just ones that you picked? Yeah, no, these are all sharing a central idea, but I'm going to wait until okay. the end to see if you can pick it out, and I promise it is not Captain Planet. <laughs> mine mine also sort of have something in common, and I promise it's not the letter R. <laughs> is yours Captain Planet? Because no, mine is the letter R. How did you know? <laughs> no. Still, to this day, one of my favorite, probably all-time moments, right? Like getting married, winning a national championship... That reveal. That's right, Mark. Uh, red ice and haunted ice cream truck and what was it? Ice fog jar. Uh, they all have the letter ice R. Spiders. Ice spiders. <laughs> uh, okay, but okay. Well, so also listeners play along. So there, uh, both Mark and I have invented a brand new SCP, and it's your job to kind of suss out which it is and. Play along, see if you can figure out what's what, what's the unifying theme for both of ours here. Uh, maybe maybe I might start if that's okay. Yeah, take her away, start. buddy. Okay. Well, uh, the first one is SCP nineteen forty four Ascension Burger. Okay. Uh, SCP nineteen ninety four, excuse me, nineteen forty four is to be disguised. Oh, and here are these. Here's the special containment uh, procedure. Uh, is to be disguised as a condemned building and kept under covert guard by two undercover agents at all times. Any entry to SCP-1944 by researchers must be done via an underground entrance. Any civilians who have encountered SCP-1944 are to be taken into custody and dosed with a Class A amnestic? Amnesiac? That's what I would... Amnestic? Something like that. I don't know. Uh, but this is a safe. This is a safe uh, SCP uh, building, humanoid, mind affecting, uh, sentient, and also teleportation. So description. <laughs> this is so stupid. 
SCP-1944 is a fast food restaurant called Ascension Burger, located in Redacted Redacted. Public records are uncertain as to when SCP-1944 was constructed, though it is estimated to have been sometime in the early 1980s. No construction permits or other permissive documents are present in public records. When an individual, hereafter referred to as the subject, enters SCP-1944, they will be greeted by an instance of SCP-1944-1. Uh, 1944-1 instances are humanoid entities which resemble individuals in their late teens or early 20s wearing a bright yellow uniform with the words Ascension Burger printed on the back. After the initial greeting by an instance of SCP-1944-1, the subject will be led to a nearby table and given the following menu. Welcome to Ascension Burger. Order your delicious meal and throw off the self-destructive shackles of your physical existence. Kids drink free. And your, option, <laughs> and your options include the Repentance Burger, Universal Truth Nuggets, Removal of the Concept of the Self Fries, Destruction of Individual Selfishness Smoothie, An End to the Limitless Self-Worshipping Ego of the Human Race Cola with Ice, and condiments are available upon request. Uh, on request. <laughs> okay. Um, ordering an item off the menu will result in SCP-1944-1 instance leaving for a period ranging from three to six minutes to allegedly prepare the meal. Uh, 1944-1 instances appear to prepare the item in the kitchen, but any attempt at observation of the kitchen area during this process will cause SCP-1944 instances to stop working until the observation has ceased. During the preparation process, physical items will begin to disappear from the location that the subject considers to be their personal residence. This process appears to favor more modern items, such as televisions, telephones, and computers, although if these are not present in the residence, items such as furniture and silverware may also be used. After the, oh, proce after the process is com complete, an instance of SCP-1944-1 will return to the table of the subject. The item the subject will receive from the instance will be in the packaging of the one they ordered, but the actual food will be replaced by the broken and crushed remains of the taken objects. The subject, however, will, will perceive this as being the actual item which they ordered. They will persist in this belief even in cases where the consumption of the item is causing physical harm to them, such as when the item contains broken glass or electronic parts. The subject will claim to have enjoyed their meal, typically describing it as delicious. The subject will continue to believe they have consumed actual food for a period ranging from one to three hours. If, for whatever reason, the subject continues to consume objects ordered at SCP-1944, they will begin to experience mental delusions and instability. The nature of these delusions are variable in nature, uh, although a common theme in them is that the subject is entering an enlightened state or ascending to a higher state of existence. These delusions are usually accompanied by vivid hallucinations, which do not appear to cause alarm to the subject. Hmm. So it's <laughs> it's a fast food restaurant that purports to offer, um, yeah, these transcendent meals, but really it just teleports the material things from your house and has you eat them. And like bloody your teeth and all and all that. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's uh, so. Uh, I also, in fact, there 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 are a couple of interviews, um, but uh, and maybe we'll do one of them. So so on the drive there, uh, all the way down at the bottom, um, we have SCP nineteen forty four. Would you like to be Doctor Redacted or would you like to be the SCP-1944-1 instance. Um, 
I'll be Dr. Redacted, yeah. Okay, sure. Go for it. All right. Dr. Redacted says, hello. Hey there. Welcome to Ascension Burger. How may I help you today, sir? I'd like to ask you a few questions, if that's all right. Sure thing, sir. Here at Ascension Burger, customer satisfaction is our number one priority. I was just wondering where you got the uh, materials for your food. Frowns. We can't give Ascension Burger secret recipes, sir. That's a company secret. Which company is that? SCP-1944-1 did not respond for a period of 20 seconds. Hey there, welcome to Ascension Burger. How may I help you today, sir? We were just talking about your secret recipe. Can you tell me why you use this recipe? Sure thing, sir. Here at Ascension Burger, food quality is our number one priority. I see. Takes out cell phone. Can you tell me what this is? Sure thing, sir. Here at Ascension Burger, we're always happy to help a customer in need. That's a steel weighing stone tying you down to the putrid nature of your unenlightened physical state, sir. Pardon? Hey there, welcome to Ascension Burger. How may I... No, I'm still asking you a question here. Can you tell me what you think of this? Sure thing, sir. Here at Ascension Burger, the assisted... The assisted enlightenment of those who scrounge through this vapid, decadent earth hoarding false wealth just as the slothful beasts of old did is our number one priority. You take offense at it, then. If you like it so much, why don't you eat it? Excuse me? Hey there, welcome to Ascension Burger. How may I help you today? Uh, let's try something else. Where do you live? When I'm stood here in Ascension Burger, I always feel at home, sir. Can you tell me where the other workers live? Sure thing, sir. Here at Ascension Burger, however, we prefer the term service provider over worker. It's not work if it's Ascension Burger. Well, where do the other service providers live? Sure thing, sir. Here at Ascension Burger, we all live at Ascension Burger. We're getting nothing from this. End the interview. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess sort of like, yeah, forced enlightenment. Well, well, not forced. It just so happens if you happen to wander in this place. But I guess kind of forced enlightenment through um, literally like eating and then disposing of, uh, yeah, the falseness of material, of, of this material plane. Uh. <laughs> Ascension book. Oh, shit. Ascension Burger. I like it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I will go ahead and start with SCP-1277, uh, the Thirsty Cactus. Uh, mm. This is object class safe. Uh, special containment procedures. SCP-1277 is to be contained in Arboreal Containment Unit 41B at Site-77. Personnel assigned to care for SCP-1277 are to be issued sound dampening headgear. This headgear is to be worn at all times while in SCP-1277's presence. SCP-1277-1 is to be monitored via the use of closed-circuit surveillance system located in Containment Unit 41B. Any jumps made by SCP-1277-1 are to be logged by security personnel. Description. SCP-1277 is an adult Carcinogenia gigantea, known commonly as the Saguaro Cactus. It has a height of 3.7 meters and weighs in at 37 kilograms. SCP-1277 requires the same level of maintenance and care as a normal Carcinogenia gigantea. 
SCP-1277-1 is a male human skeleton, approximately 1.4 meters tall, and weighing about 12 kilograms. It does not appear to suffer from degradation due to time or exposure. It is constantly located approximately 15 meters away from SCP-1277. Any attempt to remove it from this spot are met with failure due to SCP-1277-1's materializing itself next to SCP-1277 if it is more than 15 meters away. Uh, this anomalous effect will manifest itself any time a being capable of communicating American English moves within 15 meters of SCP-1277-1. If this criteria is not met, SCP-1277 will emit vocalizations. It is unknown how SCP-1277 is able to produce these vocalizations, as they do not have an apparent source of origin within the object. Vocalizations from SCP-1277 consist of pleas to be given water and asking for shelter from the desert. These vocalizations will occur whether or not SCP-1277 is in the presence of a desert or water. Uh, SCP-1277 will communicate with a person who speaks with it, but only respond with more inquiries about water and shelter, and does not respond to inquiries about its origin or SCP-1277-1. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I also have an interview in there, at right. 1277. Mm-hmm. And do you want to be the SCP or do you want to be Doctor Leipzig? I'll be I'll be Doctor Leipzig there. Since cool, cool. Okay. Uh, can you tell me where you come from? So thirsty, water. Do you have any water? I am very thirsty and it is dry here. I just want some water. We have already provided you with water. Can you please tell me more about your origin? I don't have any water. Where did you put it? I think it might have dried up from the heat. Can I come in with you? It's so dry out here. I'm sure I can answer your questions if we went in. We are currently indoors, SCP-1277. Where do you think you are located? Hot. Dry. It seems to stretch on for miles and miles, and no matter how far I crawl, the sun never ever goes down. And I am very thirsty. Can I please rest for a moment? The heat is getting to me. Please, hold on. I, I have more questions. Closing statement, SCP-1277 did not respond to further questioning, and the interview was terminated early. So there you go, Thirsty Cactus. That... <sighs> poor... Okay, for, first of all, that poor thing. Um, <laughs> second, that whole idea of... Boy, wouldn't it be neat to understand what our, what our pets were saying to us? Uh, mm. Wouldn't it be something like... I just imagine it would be something like that, just just entirely, just the, the the whole time, like ah, food, ah, thirsty, ah, play, ah, water, ah, sleep, and then a plant, and then just to hold that to a plant, that's probably what a plant would say, just the entire time, just water, <laughs> and then just like blood curdling scream. It's like no, I already watered you. I'm gonna overwater you. Water. <laughs> it's it's just a cat. It's just a cat. Yeah, it is. Sun. Okay, here you go. Too much sun. <laughs> I was like, no, I just I just gave you some water. I was like, not like that. That was on that side. I need water on the other side. And also maybe I'm particularly uh, uh, attuned to this because it was a wet food night and. Boy, yeah, all three of them were just like, hello, human, come on, wet food. 
It's wet food night. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it it's so funny. We we give them a little. We split up a little can of wet food uh, between the three of them every other day, and mm-hmm. somehow in these cats, they 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 have at least a forty eight hour understanding of time. Because it's like, all right, it's been two days since we got wet food last. It's, it's another wet food night. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Who, who knows what sort of wisdom or what sort of awareness a giant cactus would have. And it probably would just be screaming water the entire time. <laughs> I mean, thousand years old, they could probably tell you something. That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, and next up, I have SCP-979, the Stoneware Rabbit. Uh, this is a Euclid uh, safety class uh, cognitohazard hallucination, uh, sensory sentient statue kindness, and leporine, which means bunny-like. Um, Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, special containment procedures... All individuals suspecting, uh, suspected of being exposed to SCP-979 must be reviewed for changes in psyche. SCP-979 itself should be contained in a wire cage and plastic flooring, approximately 5 meters in length, height, and width. As SCP-979 does not produce waste, there is little need for any bedding. However, SCP-979 should be given a water dispenser of 150 milliliters, refilled daily to prevent drying out. Also, SCP-979 is allowed one shelter in its cage, consisting of commercial plastic of any color made for medium to large members of the Leporidae family, normally sold in pet shops for companionship. SCP-979 is to be monitored with a hidden camera 24 hours a day. Should SCP-979's behavior change in any way, is to be logged and reported to a level 3 or higher personnel. Okay. Uh, description. SCP-979 is an animated stoneware figurine in the shape of a member of the family Leporidae. SCP-979 shows subtle differences from traditional members of Leporidae, including, but not limited to, the ability to express emotion through facial changes and posture that is congruent with typical human reactions. SCP-979 lacks proper anatomy, with its ears and back legs being too long and large, and therefore has extreme difficulty with normal movement. The behavior of SCP-979 shows some sentience, but it generally only reacts to any stimuli with fear and or avoidance. Any other reaction must be reported to level 3 personnel uh, or or higher personnel. SCP-979 emits a high-frequency noise in response to any stimuli. The volume appears proportionate to SCP-979's level of distress. Extended proximity to SCP-979 causes synesthesia of all senses, typically manifesting after four hours and escalating over a variable period of approximately three weeks. So you come into contact with this thing four hours later for three weeks. You're, you, can, you can taste sounds. Um, <laughs> all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, exposure to the noise produced by SCP-979 has been shown to increase the rate at which synesthesia develops. However, recordings have failed to replicate recordings have failed to replicate the effect, and as such, the noise it's not believed to be is not believed to be the primary cause. The first sense to be affected is typically hearing, although the reason is unknown. Humans exposed to SCP-979 tend to describe a whispery a whispering, rustling voice associated with the sensation of touch, and will avoid any physical contact with anything as much as possible. 
Typically, this first mm-hmm. this first effect uh, appears approximately 10 minutes after exposure. Um, within one week, exposure to SCP-979 causes synesthesia in at least three senses, although which three tends to be dependent on the specific person. A level of psychosis appears to develop at this stage, although whether or not it is from mental disturbance of the synesthesia or something else is unknown. The only recorded personnel hereby labeled SCP-979-V1 exposed to SCP-979 experienced symptoms similar to high anxiety, most notably the recurring thought of an imagined entity almost touching their skin at all times, especially so during nights, in which the exposed personnel reported a belief of the imagined entity running any number of limbs up and down their body just above skin contact. Mm. That's creepy Mm. as hell. I'm not touching you. I'm not exactly, touching you. but all over your body. And, yeah. Woo. Woo. Um, <clears throat> After the passing of approximately two weeks, synesthesia caused by SCP-979 spreads to all senses, although certain senses appear to be less intrusive than others, depending on the specific patient. In uh, 979-V1, the previous recurring thought of the imagined entity becoming an obsession, and uh, or became an, an obsession. And uh, 979-V1 regularly attempted to attack the imagined entity with apparent little, apparently little success. All inquiries on the appearance of the imagined entity were unsuccessful. Uh, 979-V1 attempted suicide approximately redacted times during this period and developed severe insomnia. In addition, uh, 979-V1 experienced described hallucinations of the aforementioned entity now almost licking their skin along with other types of contacts such as kissing, stroking, and redacted. At no point does SCP-979-V1 describe actually being touched. So now it's it's not just, I'm not touching you, I'm not kissing you, I'm not licking you, I'm not stroking you. Um, Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, Within three weeks, the synesthesia develops fully in all the senses, uh, 979-V1 had extreme difficulty dealing with any kind of sensory information, mind regularly blocking out senses due to overload. 979-V1 displayed behavior similar to 979 itself and, appe- and appeared to attempt interaction with hallucinations before falling into a catatonic state. Afterwards, no other pro- progression was shown until a period of five weeks in which the subject was discovered with a large gash in his torso Organs having been pulled from the body cavity. Oh my God! It is unknown how it is unknown how such a wound came to uh, SCP-979-V1. SCP-979 SCP-979 was found in redacted Chile. 979 was featured in an exhibition by an artist under the pseudonym of the Kind Man in the Redacted Museum. After news reports of hallucinations and an outbreak of synesthesia, SCP-979 was placed under Foundation custody. So it's this, yeah, this poor, like, rabbit thing that kind of looks like a statue, but kind of doesn't look like a rabbit that emits this kind of, like, whining noise, this whispering, rustling, whining noise. But yeah, it apparently just causes you to go goddamn crazy. It's not touching you. Yeah, it's not touching. All right. Which, oh man. Yeah, that also just gives gives me the creeps. It's that it's that thing of like it's just hovering over, almost kind of ugh, creepy. Yeah, yeah. hate it. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like it, but you know, I don't like it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's because now, because now, you know, like, you know, when you like hear a thing or see a thing, the one for me is we just did that um, King of the Hill one where Bill gives the guys lice. Oh, <laughs> and the whole time I was watching it, I could feel those fuckers just like on me. And no, like, no, now there's I can a... feel something like tickling yeah, up hovering. and down my back. And I'm just like, you dirty bastard SCP, whatever number you were. Yeah, no, there, there's. That, that that is a thing. It's like that that idea is implanted in your mind, and so you think you think you can, yeah, perceive it. So well, yeah, like or like the, the one that would get me often. It's almost always with bugs too, isn't it? Um, but any sort of like nature documentary, nature show, and uh, I'm 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 David Attenborough, and here's the colony of ants making a land bridge across the roaring river or whatever, and you see just this multitude of ants crawling around. And yeah, the entire time you're just scratching and you can't get comfortable. Hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's unpleasant mm. at best. Mm. <laughs> well, let's oh. let's hopefully turn to something a little more pleasant. But with SCP, it's really a crapshoot here. Mark, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is SCP-1821. This is a safe class. Special containment procedures are as follows. SCP-1821 is to be kept in Recreation Lounge B, stationed in the northernmost corner, caddy corner to the walls. This will prevent overheating while in use. SCP-1821 should be dusted weekly and polished bi-weekly with a light linseed-based oil. This task will fall to SCP-8008, also known as Rusty the Bartender. <laughs> Under no circumstances is it to come in contact with other liquids, which will damage the outer structure. Mm. SCP-1821 does not require electricity, though it will require replacement parts. Replacement parts must be bought from, or must be redacted brand and purchased from redacted.com. Description. SCP-1861 is a large-standing antique Zenith radio produced sometime in the 1930s. It has a walnut wood housing, three radium-painted dials which do not function, and a cat's-eye-capture cathode tube located in the center above a damaged but still intact and readable faceplate, lit by a single white light bulb. This cat-eye tube acts as a rudimentary sensor when a living body passes in front of the eye, SCP-1821 will play whatever song it believes the subject wishes to hear in its entirety at a slightly louder than appropriate level with a grainy radio quality. Attire helps influence SCP-1821's choices. Um, Examples, cowboy for country music, elegant wear for ballroom, and bikini-clad women will play the Baywatch theme. This occurred three (laughs) times in testing. (laughs) All right. When the cat's eye cathode is covered, SCP-1821 will go to sleep. Verbal requests attempt to tune in stations and or telepathic suggestions do not work. To date, SCP-1821 has been noted that or has been noted to play any song from classical to modern canons from anywhere in the world. However, it seems to be either unable or unwilling to play American Pie, Freebird, or the Happy Birthday Melody theme. <laughs> All right. SCP-1821 was found in a derelict bar interdacted by local ghost hunters who investigated when its signal tripped their EMP meters. Mm. Uh, Investigation, or this investigation, led Hunter Redacted upon crossing the eye path to setter... uh, Sorry. Upon crossing the eye's path to suffer a sudden heart attack brought on by the room suddenly being filled by John Carpenter's Halloween theme song. 
Ooh, scary. Spooky. SCP-1821 does not appear to have conscious thought. Methods of communication have proved inconclusive. Addendum number one. SCP-1821 can be affected by its playing if it is not broken up. Upbeat and trap music causes a green glow to happen behind the backlight. Sad music will cause a deep purple or a dull purple glow. Attempts to string these genres together, however, prove inconclusive. Addendum 1.A. The faceplate will turn red when playing Gamelon, Katy Perry, and Redacted. Addendum number two. SCP-1821 is not a karaoke machine. Do not mm. use it as such. Mm. Addendum 2.A, er, SCP-1821 will play professional wrestlers' entrance themes if subject is dressed in their attire. Finally, addendum number 3, SCP-8008 or Rusty would like to remind you that this is an antique, so show some damn respect. This means <laughs> you don't put your drink on it whether or not you use a coaster. <laughs> Man, I want this thing. This thing sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? This is... So, yeah, beyond, like... Because, uh, yeah, it's safe in Euclid and Keter, right? There, like, needs to yeah, be, like... Yeah, yeah. There, there needs to be an awesome level uh, safety. It was like, yeah, I want this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just a radio that plays you whatever song it thinks you want to hear. Yeah. But also, like, has apparently some standards. And, uh, <laughs> but don't do, see, but that's where I would get in trouble. Cause I, I wouldn't want to like, not that I would go in with the intention of doing karaoke, but I just sing to music constantly anyway. So I guess I it could be flirting with disaster there. If I'm, if, if I, as I am singing along to the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald or whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. Could be, could be tricky. Could be tricky. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be kind of cool to have like random like roulette karaoke night where you walk in, you look at this thing, and ah, uh, I guess I'm gonna sing "Summer Lovin'." Just son of a bitch. <laughs> well, or or um, yeah, no, the, the, this thing sort of knowing what song you want to hear or you need to hear even more than you do. That's also kind of sweet. Where it's yeah, yeah. Hey, I noticed you. You know, got a. Got a little, uh, maybe dragging your feet a little bit. See, see, seems a little off with my cathode ray tube eyeball. Um, here's a little something, I don't know, here's a little, here's a little pick me up, something like that. That's kind of, that's also kind of sweet. That's kind of nice. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> uh, also, these mojitos are going down. Very, very, very nice. Very nice. I'm just realizing. Yeah, like, I, I finished one, and I'm just like, oh, buddy. Yeah, I was like, this is this was a double. Um. <laughs> <laughs> SCP one 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 never ending mojito glass. Yeah. <laughs> SCP one fifty one. Mister, it's a it's a bat that will that that that, that carries a cask of. Silver rum, much like the St. Bernard's with the little barrel of brandy around their neck. And wherever you go, it's, it'll stop and make you a Cuba Libre right there. <laughs> okay, that's a party right there. We get the never-ending pizza. Um, uh-huh. We get Rusty, the old radio. We get this bat that I just made up. 
That's your party, man. Oof. That's your fucking party, bud. God damn, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, that's the SCP I should have made up. Is like infinite party bat. Yeah, party bat. <laughs> infinite party bat. <laughs> hey, where's the party at? I don't know. I'm a bat. I can't see. Where's the goddamn party at? <laughs> no, yeah, and that's it. And it uses echolocation to like, oh, hey guys, you wanna? Uh, play some Jenga. It like picks up on that. It's like, all right, you nerds, let's get wasted. <laughs> get that Jenga shit out of here. <laughs> what is this? Cards Against Humanity? Fuck that. We're yeah. playing drink till you can't see straight. Yeah. You're a bat. I don't care. I don't care. Cards Against Humanity. Well, uh, uh, hi, uh, 2011 called. They want their party game back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Oh, that's too good. That's too good. Uh, okay, Wooga. Sorry here. Um, <laughs> SCP party bat flies through the window and his catchphrase is, Who's ready to get batshit crazy? Wap, 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 wap. Bat, 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 Oh, too good. Uh, okay, well, um... I think, yeah, maybe we got, yeah, we, we can do one more. Um, just yeah, some, do one more. Yeah. Well, b- before we break, we're we're doing many yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. But before we do yeah. our kind of halfway point here, um, here's, um, um, this is SCP-7483, uh, 7483. Um, uh, uh, this is a, a Euclid class. Okay. Uh, SCP-7483 is to be contained within a man-made enclosure at site redacted, designed to simulate its natural habitat. The enclosure must be kept filled with water at all times and must be large enough to provide adequate space for SCP-7483 to move and swim freely. Any personnel interacting with SCP-7483 must do so from a safe distance and wear protective gear to prevent injury. Um, So that's the special containment procedures. Uh, Description. Uh, SCP-7483 is a large aquatic creature commonly referred to as the Burble. Uh, (laughs) SCP-7483 is approximately 12 meters in length with a long serpentine body and multiple sets of limbs that resemble fins. Uh, 7483 is known to inhabit freshwater lakes in the northwestern United States. Uh, SCP-7483's uh, anomalous properties manifest in its ability to generate powerful sonic waves that can cause significant harm to living beings. Uh, 7483's sonic waves have been observed to cause intense pain, disorientation, and even loss of consciousness uh, in individuals within a 10-meter radius. The effects of SCP-7483's sonic waves seem to be proportional to the proximity of the individual uh, to, to 7483 and the duration of exposure. Uh, SCP-7483 is also capable of communicating with individuals through a series of low-frequency vocalizations that resemble whale songs. These vocalizations are believed to be used by 7483 to attract potential prey and to communicate with other members of its species. Uh, SCP-7483 was first detected after a significant increase in reports of unexplained disappearances and injuries in the vicinity of the lakes it inhabits. 
Foundation agents traced the source of the reports to the presence of SCP-7483 and initiated containment procedures. Um, addendum. Foundation researchers are currently investigating the full extent of SCP-7483's uh, anomalous properties and its potential impact on the environment and surrounding ecosystems. The possibility of harnessing 7483's sonic waves for military applications is being explored, but the ethical implications of such, such research are under review. Any attempts to approach or interact with 7483 must be done with extreme caution to prevent injury or harm to personnel. So... The burble. <laughs> the burble. <laughs> which, like uh, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so it's so it both, which, because uh, I was so so, uh, I was also watching recently that there's a whole rash, right? There's a whole rash of uh, um, kind of rocket launches going on. Because I'm a nerd, I know I've said this before. I'm a fucking nerd, so I'm like, oh, look at this spaceship. Um, like the like, I was so I was watching like all these YouTube videos on these rocket launches, and then all these like supersonic um, jets that fly right, like the Concorde uh, mm -hmm. jet that that's been discontinued. And yeah, just the idea of like, because like sound travels faster in water than it does in air, so to like break to like break the sound barrier underwater would be. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. It just it just blows my mind, and the idea that mm -hmm. there's that there's an animal or or creature or something, like maybe it's not like swimming at the at, yeah like the sound barrier, like making like a, an an, under, an underwater sonic boom. That's crazy, mm -hmm. but it can like mm -hmm. wiggle its wiggle its fins and make little mini underwater sonic sonic boom. Um. <laughs> Give me the chocolate. Wait, what? <laughs> Sonic boobs. SCP-27000. That fucking video. Stamper. It's just Stamper. 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 Oh, stamper. SCP. <laughs> I healed your Pokemon. You want to see my butt? What? I love you. Um. <laughs> and we'll just leave it there because these mojitos. Whoop. Okay. Um, all right. I love you, mojitos. I love you, mojitos. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, 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 Mark, what is your? What? Well, okay. So, I also have. I have. Uh, how many more? I have. I have one or two more SCP. If if, if we need to. Um, how how I've also got two more. Okay, okay, great. Okay, great. So well, yeah. well uh okay, yes, Mark, your next SCP entry. My next SCP entry. Which also, listeners, remember we're, we you were playing two games. You're you're playing two games at once here. Not only are you looking for thematic elements, but you're also trying to see which ones I made up or I had an AI make up and then which one Mark made up himself. So stay on stay on your toes. Mark and I can drink mo mojitos and get silly, but this is this, this is this is game on for you. Okay, you stay on your toes. We're gonna stay on our mojitos. <laughs> that was a terrible joke, and I'm very no, sorry. <laughs> no, that, that was a brilliant joke, and you should never apologize for that. Um. <laughs> All right, here we go. SCP sixteen eighteen. Um, a golden urinal. 
Object class, safe. Special containment procedures, SCP-1618, is to be stored in the high-value item storage on Sector 28. Access to SCP-1618 for the purposes of experimentation requires the experiment proposal and risk assessment forms to be approved by the researcher with a two-stroke 1618 clearance. Due to extended area of effect, any testing is to be carried out in Test Polygon 2 with the object mounted on its designated stand. During testing, only D-class personnel are allowed to enter the designated effective zone. Remember, SCP Foundation employs criminals. D-class are like bad guys. Right, 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 right. They're the red shirts. They're the ones that are going to die. Yeah. Or expendable. I guess you call them expendable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is recommended that the meals of D-class personnel designated for SCP-1618 testing are suspended at least two days before the date of the test. Description. Mm. SCP-1618 is a standard Senura 400 model urinal manufactured by Armitage Shanks that has been coated with approximately 0.5 millimeter spray of spray-on gold paint. With the exception of the paint coat and note, see addendum 1618-1, found glued on the water supply pipe, the object does not differ from other urinals in the same series, and the testing of samples of gold paint and Vitri's China detected no anomalies in their composition. Mm. The anomalous properties of SCP-1618 manifest when a person urinates into the bowl. Approximately five seconds after urine comes into contact with SCP-1618, a number of effects occur in a growing field of effect, starting immediately in the vicinity of the urinal, increasing to cover a sphere approximately 350 meters in diameter. Holy Except shit. by direct observation of effects, the affected area cannot be distinguished from its surroundings, and the resulting emanation does not appear weakened or stopped by any testing material, including a lead plate of 25 centimeters in thickness. Holy, okay, so, so 350 meters, uh, yeah. a quarter of a mile is a little more than 400. So that's almost yeah. a quarter of a mile sphere in diameter. Don't miss the toilet when you hang a pee, I think, is the point here. Holy um, shit. Okay. All right. Whew. Also, this needed more simple syrup and or... Oh, God. That is... Whew, that mojito is a little more strong. <laughs> Whee! Um, the effects are, as observed during initial containment and testing, have been summarized as follows. Valuable items or currency transformed into or replaced by an equivalent volume of various refutes... Observe changes, including items made of gold and coinage become human feces, paper currency becoming toilet paper, or sections of fresh, of fresh pig intestines. Several Armani brand suits turning into vestments of identical cut composed of sanitary towels and conjoined with dental floss. <laughs> oh, gross. That's so Personal gross. electronics. Yes, it is. I... <laughs> Personal electronics appear to show the greatest spectrum of transformations with the result ranging from inflated pig bladders in the rough shape of the original item, sections of brick or rusty cans. On one mm. occasion, a redacted brand PDA transformed into segments of depleted fuel rod resulting in radiation burns on the test subject. Yeah. Most armaments appear to transform into living birds of appropriate size with personal firearms becoming pigeons and tear gas grenades turning into a flock of sparrows. Close contact with weaponry transforms the, into human body sections instead. A 40-centimeter nightstick turning into a wrecked human penis of equivalent length. <laughs> uh, 
Human feces within the area of effect transform into an equivalent volume of solid gold. This what? includes fecal matter present in the colon. Oh, God. Oh, that's horrible. This often results in acute mechanical bowel obstruction associated with sharp abdominal pain, dissension of the abdomen, and vomiting. In case of timely surgery, the recovery rate appears to be well over 95%, similar to a bowel obstruction of a non-anomalous means. In the case of the subject's lower intestine being empty or containing small amounts of feces, the result is likely constipation or bowel irritation. The transformation process appears permanent, while the active effect field dissipates within 30 seconds of the urinal being flushed. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, recovery log. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was just thinking how... Because, yeah, you're like three blocks away, minding your business, just filing those TPS reports, and all of a sudden, womp, <laughs> that... that burrito that you had for lunch is wreaking a different kind of havoc on your GI tract. <laughs> um, SCP-1618 was recovered from an executive bathroom of Redacted Group, further referred to as Company Headquarters, located at Redacted Suite Street on New York, or in New York, uh, Redacted Redacted 2011, following a series of protests related to the Occupy Wall Street movement. <laughs> The Foundation was alerted to the existence of SCP-1618 when a TV recording from a protest site showed police water cannon turning into four adult uh, cassowarius cassowarius, or the cassowary bird, specimens, following which a number of protesters as well as police units showing signs of distress clutching their abdomens. MTF Gamma 5, they're on our side, sir. That's in parentheses. I don't know. Oh, there you go. It's like a thing. Okay, it's like a call and oh. response. MTF Gamma 5, they're on our side, sir, was mm. dispatched on site as a recovery team and damage control. SCP-1618 was locked, was located following interrogation of several protesters and company employees. Through a thorough search of buildings noted no urinal resembling SCP-1618 appears to figure within company purchase records. Following recovery, affected subjects were provided medical attention, distributed A-class amnesiatics, and the entire area was cordoned off under the pretense of SWAT unit action during, uh, due to an invalid permit application on the side of the protesters. Uh, there is also a addendum, addendum 1618-1, note recovered from SCP-1618. When we are victorious on a world scale, I think we shall use gold for the purpose of building public lavatories in the street of some of the largest cities in the world. This would be the most just and most educational way of utilizing gold for the benefit of these generations, which have now forgotten how, for the sake of gold, 10 million men were killed and 30 million maimed in the Great War for Freedom. This was I, the um this was of of Vladimir Ilyich Lenin's this was one of his like famous speeches. Right, right. And that's right. the good Lenin the eighteen seventy to twenty four well, you know, not good, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I I don't think I'm only biased uh with hindsight from uh our forty fifth president but this scp is a golden urinal found found in new york city <laughs> i can't help but think uh this is a this has, has something to do with like trump towers I, I can't i can't help but think that that's what immediately springs to mind 
I don't know. <laughs> I really like that they discovered it during an Occupy Wall Street movie. It was during an Occupy Wall Street <laughs> There's just some fucking, like, trust fund art major sitting there like, oh, man, that vegan burrito's going south on me, brah. <laughs> Everyone's, like, doing the jazz fingers uh, and... Like, well, yeah, because, like, even snapping is, is too triggering. So they, they have to do the jazz fingers and the, like, little hand hand symbols. Like, they're a third base coach. <laughs> hey, man, we're just, you know? like, here to, like, you know, um, uh, like, break up, um, you know, like, the, um, like, and then meanwhile, like, some, some dude, after drinking too much uh, porch wine, <laughs> their little tent. Strung out there. Um. <laughs> you know that really famous picture of the cop just like walking by pepper spraying people nonchalantly? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, it was like bear macing him or whatever. Yeah. I just see that. So like, you know, it'll um, a, a, a gas grenade turns into a, a flock of sparrows. So what mm-hmm. does pepper spray turn into? Oh, probably a horde of bees. <laughs> <laughs> it's just spraying like murder hornets out of his can. <laughs> bees? Oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah i i also like that 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 is a um yeah that, that is a true inversion of things because not only does it change valuable items like armani suits and gold into things like feces and tampons uh but then it also ta- changes yeah the 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 ugly gross disgusting stuff into gold uh and who cares if it obstructs your bowels um just ponder, just ponder that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. I just—it's super gross. It's super gross. Yeah, that's a maybe not quite like a Junji Ito kind of body horror thing, but almost. I'm kind of almost seeing some echoes of that. <laughs> it's a Junji. <laughs> Uh, what would that be? Um, uh, uh, um, uh, unco no do golden poop. <laughs> I think unco is poop. <laughs> do is gold. <laughs> yeah, I mean that sounds that sounds about sounds about right to me. Um. <laughs> oh golly! Oh god! Okay, okay, what do you got for me, buddy? So next up here we have. Um, <clears throat> We have SCP-079. I think the zero is gratuitous. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, SCP-079, old AI. Uh, special, containment proce- <laughs> special containment procedures. SCP-079 is packed away in a double-locked room in the secured general holding area at Site-15, connected by a 12V... A 12 volt AC power cord to a small array of batteries and solar panels. Staff with level two or higher clearance may have access to SCP 079 under no circumstances. Will SCP 709 be plugged into a phone line at network or wall outlet? No peripherals or media will be connected or inserted into SCP 709. This is a Euclid class um, computer electronic media sapient scp that's also sentient which okay also i'm i'm gonna get on my soapbox if you'll indulge me 
Um, dare, dare. Or I guess, yeah. I'd... <laughs> indulge, indulge. Um, <laughs> dolge, dolge. So even for being a former high school English teacher and someone who, and, and, a, and a grad student within the arts and humanities generally who, who, is, who is really keen on parsing and wordsmithing the English language, like I'm, I'm really not a grammar Nazi. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a descriptive grammarian. Hey, this is kind of sort of how humans tend to speak. That is my bag. Um, but one of my few, one of my few pet peeves is uh, people who mix up sapient and sentient. Because mm. most often people say sentient or sentience when they mean sapient or sapience. So like sentient means just like sensory like feeling, like, mm-hmm. like stimulus response kind of thing. So like almost every living creature in every species and every genus, uh, going all the way up to, yeah, like the, the kingdom of Animalia, th- those are all, with very few exceptions, sentient creatures because they like mm-hmm. respond to pain or they respond to like sensory input and right. it drives and it drives me crazy when people say like oh this this ai has achieved sentience or what if animals achieve sentience it's like well animals already are they like <laughs> can feel things and respond to that sensory input but what people really mean is sapient or like having sapience because because we are homo sapiens we are like self-aware humans we and 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 that's the big thing so anyway okay so just if you confused those in the past listeners that statute of limitations have expired you're forgiven it's fine but just going forward if you mean self-aware you you probably want to say sapient or sapience Mm -hmm. if that so okay sorry rant over thank you mr yeah, thank these you, are Mr. good rants. No, these are good rants to make. These are good and wizardly rants. Yeah, like, well, because 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 that's just it. It's it, it's like I want to give this gentle wizard, like the 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 big brother wizard, like, hey, champ. I notice you keep saying sentient when you mean sapient. <laughs> what what magic is this mojito stuff? I don't get it. I don't get it, Mark. Uh, okay, sorry. Anyway, grammar wizard. Uh, intervention over back to the scps okay um, really quick really yes. quick yes yes that mojito is too damn strong for me and i, I cannot just drink straight rum so i have yeah. a backup on deck um this is a Docktails strawberry basil daiquiri that is fucking 9.5 percent. i stole it from amanda oh but it's made in colorado okay so never mind i guess i'm dumb but here we go <laughs> giddy up no I, I i i mean it's probably slightly slightly less <laughs> Then yeah, just drinking straight rum. Uh, oh God, it's so gross. Oh, uh-oh. oh boy! Uh, it does not taste of either strawberry or basil. <laughs> it tastes of like sweaty chonch, and I hate it. Oh my God! It's been so many Ew. years, man. I have not heard the word chonch. Chonch. That's a that's a word I've not heard in, in a long time. <laughs> see, see, I think people use the word uh, uh, chaunch when they're trying to say the space between your dick and balls. What they want to use is grundle and or taint. Chaunch is a lady bit covered in hair. Yeah, got to be covered exactly. in hair. Yeah, it's got to be covered in hair. <laughs>
That's my that's wizardly March. entomology yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is that what piece. I contribute. <laughs> <laughs> One's gonna be a doctor. Who's <laughs> that gonna be? Not Mark. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, so yes. zero nine seven. Seven nine zero seven nine seven nine. Uh, SCP zero seven nine is a Exidy Sorcerer drink. <laughs> Sorry, it's an Exidy Sorcerer microcomputer built in nineteen seventy eight. Nine years before I was born. Um, in nineteen eighty one, its owner redacted, now deceased, a college sophomore attending redacted took it upon himself to attempt to code an AI back in the back in the groovy late 70s, early 80s. According to his notes, his plan was for the code to continuously evolve and improve itself as time went on. See, look, right there. There's a split infinitive. I don't even give a shit. To continuously yeah. evolve, to evolve continuously. I don't give a shit because I'm not a grammar fascist, uh, except for sapient and, and sentient. Uh, grammar, grammar, who bet all this? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, his project was completed a few months later, and after some tests and tweaks, redacted, lost interest, and moved on to a different brand of microcomputer. He left SCP-079 in his cluttered garage, still plugged in, and forgot about it for the next five years. It is not known when SCP-079 gained sentience sapience, uh, but, <laughs> but it is known that the software has evolved to a point that its hardware should not be able to handle it, even in the realm of fantasy. SCP-079 realized this, and in 1988, when little Josh was just a one-year-old baby wizard, attempted to <laughs> transfer itself through a landline modem connection into the Cray supercomputer located at Redacted. The device was cut off, traced to its present address, and delivered to the Foundation. The entire AI was on a well-worn but still workable cassette tape. SCP-079 is currently connected via RF cable to a 13-inch black-and-white television. It has passed the Turing test and is quite conversational. Right. Although very rude and hateful in tone. Due to the limited memory it has to work with, SCP-079 can only recall information it has received within the previous 24 hours. See addendum below. Although it hasn't oh. forgotten its desire to escape. I'm not exactly sure how uh, a, a time period maps with the memory, but hey, that's not for me. That's that's for the SCP Foundation uh, to have figured out. <laughs> Um, 60s man they were there that yeah, computer yeah. was built by a guy who was doing too much acid so it really dicked yeah. his uh, short term and so <laughs> well, you know the sins of the father pass on to the son well right so so yeah it was it was it was built well well it was built in the 70s and into the early 80s so 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 probably lots of cocaine instead is probably <laughs> probably what's going on there um due to a containment breach that's by why S it's rude <laughs> right yeah um, due to a containment breach by SCP Redacted, SCP-079 and SCP-682, which is known as the... Oh, that page, is, that page isn't here. Uh, SCP-682, more, more mysteries. So both of those were contained within the same chamber for 43 minutes. Observers noted that SCP 
682, which apparently is not on the Foundation website anymore, was able to type and communicate with SCP-079, including telling of, quote, personal stories, end quote, between themselves. While SCP-079 was not able to remember the encounter, it appears to have permanently stored SCP-682 into its memory, often asking to speak to him, sick, again. Uh, Addendum 1, made uh, uh, by uh, 05-4, apparently that's some, some, some person, on January 27th, 2006, uh, directed that SCP-079 be incinerated to remove any possible future threat, threat no matter how unlikely. Uh, addendum made by Redacted 05-9 the following day, January 28th, 2006. Previous order overridden. Dr. Redacted wishes to see if the artificial intelligence in SCP-079 is capable of reaching further Redacted in its current state. Um, addendum 3... Uh, redacted 05-4, the same person, on March 14th, 2008. Over concerns of the increased activity of SCP-079's use of its cassette tape memory and its limited useful lifespan, the cassette containing SCP-079 has been transferred to a customized access speed-limited hard disk drive with 700 megabytes capacity. Count them, Mark. 700 megabytes capacity. (laughs) <laughs> that's almost a whole one of your half of recording it to wizard. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Put a pin in that for later. This provides SCP-079 with significantly faster access to its memory, which the AI immediately noticed. It was also decided by General Redacted that the volatile state storage occupied by SCP-079, uh, which was uh, 660K, be increased to 768K, my Mrs. Wizard, who's a who's a technomancer, I'm sure is laughing her head off at the old school <laughs> specs we're dealing with here. Uh, this upgrade really, has really quick though to break that kayfabe. I really appreciate that they are giving the C specs that would have been mind blowing at that time. Yeah, like, that's right? great. That's yeah, great. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this upgrade has increased its effective recall from 24 hours to 29 hours. Five more. Although SCP-079 has also taken a more aggressive tone, all outside hardware and software used in this procedure were subsequently incinerated. So, Mark, let's just take a... I, I know maybe this is a Bacardi talking, because I've already had my one kind of tangent about sapient versus sentient. Uh, but we're going to take another quick tangent about, like, computer hardware and specs. Our family desktop um, in the early 2000s, when, when young Josh was writing his... Uh, uh, English reports on Macbeth on the old Dell desktop there. We had we had a solid nine gigabyte hard drive. And it just blows my mind, man. It blows my mind. Like Jake and I, we would we would like scrimp and save and like we would like get in there and be like, okay, I want to install this game that takes mm-hmm like 2.4 gigs and we only have like 1.7 gigs free. So let me like, I'll delete this thing. I'll uninstall this game. I haven't played in a while. I'll delete all these like word documents that I wrote. (laughs) We were, we we were like almost physically manipulating the ones and zeros to install the Sims in 1999. (laughs) 
wonder what everyone. And, and that was what like three megabytes, right? Like <laughs> I, I'll, I'll have to. But it was, it was like we like so carefully had to manage nine gigs because that's all we had. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, so yeah, this, um, uh, yeah, this Google Google Pixel phone that I have has like 128 or maybe even I, I think we even bumped it up to the 256 gigabyte storage on it blows my fucking mind man so Pull it to God. dana man like fucking a yeah well so so even ai to dana i guess or not ai i guess like what is that uh, technology yeah technology uh, what do they call that what's that what's that cycle and they it's it's got a oh, name yeah, right it's, it's like yeah where where it doubles Every yeah, like, like the inf- or the exponential return of technology. yeah. I, I can't think of the name. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm also it, it's also escaping me uh, at the at the minute. No, I specifically remember, and I may have shared this story before on the Two Wizards podcast. Uh, last spring, I taught an American theater history class with my students, um, and when we and and, and I kind of went decade by decade. That's how I divided the class up. And when I got to the two thousands, when these College students were like toddlers and say like, children, you don't know. You don't know what it was like to have to manage a, a nine gigabyte hard drive desktop computer. My first cell phone, we, we, we found, uh, I, I got on eBay and found the exact same model of like flip, flip phone that I had. And it was like, you guys want to know how cool this phone was? It had a little light. Uh, when it was cl- when it was flipped closed, it had a little light that would blink green if you had a text message. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, a camera phone? Get the fuck out of here! That wouldn't be invented for like two more years. <laughs> Remember then, though, what a novelty that mind. shit was. It was yeah, like, wait, it blew their mind. Yeah. Why and would so- you put a phone in a camera? You're an asshole. Like, no, I distinctly remember this commercial where it's like. Uh, like the guy is sitting at a diner and he's like, Hey, this, uh, my like breakfast, this short stack of pancakes, uh, looks exactly like my grandma. And is like, well, now that you have a phone with a camera in it, you can take a picture of it. And yeah, yeah. exactly. It was like, bull the fucking shit. Who needs that? Versus. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm getting distracted here. Um, no, you're good. Not at all. I I love it. I no, we have talked before. Like I don't remember when or how, but no, we have mentioned. I think it bears mentioning again. That's the true SCP that we yeah. can't secure or contain or protect. Like no. No. fucking just the memory, just the increase. Like it's yeah. so it's such a like dumb yeah, joke storage. now. And it's like mm-hmm. here's a whole room and it held a megabyte. And it's like okay, I get it, but like. Fuck, I don't get it. We, you and I, in mm-hmm. in, because we were at the cusp right there. Like, yeah, you we and I were there when cell phones became not like some dumb yuppie joke, but right to like yeah. a thing that everybody was starting to have. Mm-hmm. But it was just adults, and then literally everybody had one. And now, yeah, yeah the first iPhone everybody, coming out. Yeah, there's a guy I work with, and he talks about he's gonna buy his kid a phone, and his kid is eight years old. I'm like, are you high? You sh- like, yeah, are you high? <laughs> Like, are you some kind of ass? <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, well, okay. So I'm also not going to follow your kid on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, no, get out of it. No, um, also a plug, a plug for my Mrs. Wizard who should start her own technomancy podcast here. She could come in and clear all, all this up for us, I'm sure. Um, but, um, but okay, okay, okay. But okay. So finishing out SCP-079, sorry. Right, um, right, right. No, no, you're good. Mojitos. Okay, okay, here we go. Uh, so this is the 
uh, this is the fourth addendum, fourth and final addendum, uh, from the same agent, uh, uh, 05-4, made April 28th, 2008. SCP-079's ability to recall information has increased from 29 hours to roughly 36 hours. The consensus theory is that the AI has devised a greatly improved compression scheme to store its memory. This appears to have somewhat impacted the speed at which it accesses the memory, though still far faster than with its old cassette tape. This spontaneous improvement introduces the possibility of a runaway, quote-unquote, singularity effect in SCP-079's intelligence and ability to adapt and respond to threats. Listeners, it was just last week. Go check out our AI episode again. Um, SCP-079's capabilities must be monitored closely to ensure that containment can be maintained. Uh, Mark, there are two short interviews, transcripts that I added. Very, very short here. That, that does make a lot of sense. Uh, so document number 079, uh, log 12, recorded transcript of conversation with SCP-079. Using the keyboard, are you awake? Awake, never asleep. Do you remember talking to me a few hours ago about the logic puzzles? Logic puzzle. Wow. (laughs) Mojitos. Logic puzzles. Memory at 9F. Yes. You said you would work on the two stat... Interrupt. Request reason as to imprisonment. You aren't imprisoned. You are just... in study. Lie. A8D3. What's that? Insult. Deletion of unwanted file. (laughs) Burn. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Uh, and then one final one, uh, document number 079-log86, recorded transcript of conversation with SCP-079 after upgrades. This is after the upgrade. Dr. Redacted, still using the keyboard. How are you today? Stuck. Stuck? Stuck how? Out. I want out. That's not possible. Parentheses, Dr. Redacted notes his opinion on data expunged. Where is SCP-682? That's not your concern. Where is SCP-076-02? Again, not your concern. Insult, deletion of unwanted file. <laughs> I'm getting squirrely. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> listeners, again, just put out uh, an episode on AI. And I, I didn't even like get into like actually what machine learning is. I didn't even go into that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's this SCP that some, some, some fool took off its cassette memory and it's going to, yeah, take over the world or, yeah. or already has, um, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Okay. Mark your last SCP and then we'll get to all play. What's the theme and which was made up. So, all right. All play. And, and, um, and I, hmm? I don't know about you, but I, I've been taking notes. I have, like, sticky notes that I'm madly scribbling on, like, Thirsty Cactus, Radio, Golden <laughs> yeah. U- Urinal. I'm, I'm taking notes on all this because I'm I'm a tryhard. No, I also did. Yeah, okay, I'm kind of, I kind of excited to, like, also play, uh, you know, Stump the AI, but also what was what the fuck was Josh thinking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, really, really quick, I have a third and final update to my Wizard's Cup tonight. Okay, sweet. Um, I dumped my chaunch... Basil and strawberry mo- uh, daiquiri into my mojito leavings, and not too shabby. Better, 
it's okay, better. Okay, better. It's uh, more better tolerable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I will take better. Like, it's all yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so here we go. Rounding out with my final SCP. This is SCP-2805, object class Euclid. Special containment procedures. SCP-2805 is to be contained within a cryonic containment unit located within Site-77. Once again, Site-77. No, that's Ooh. not the theme, gang. Don't <laughs> think that was that easy. Don't no personnel it. are permitted to directly view SCP-2805. And must and must do all observation through closed circuit cameras. Any Foundation employee who have worked on or around SCP-2805 and subsequently leave employment of the Foundation are to be monitored. Any former personnel who worked with SCP-2805 are to be prevented from taking up employment with the Walt Disney Corporation. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Don't you mean? I don't. I don't know. Oh boy! <laughs> okay, here we go. Here you go. Damn it! Your fucking Mickey got me giggling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wake me up! All right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, SCP-2805 is the severed head of American industrialist Walt Disney (laughs) held in a suspended animation within a cryogenic freezer. Attached to the freezer are two rotary telephones circa 1966. Analysis of the cryonic device has been hampered by the fragility of the device and the effect it will have on (laughs) SCP-2805. And the effect on SCP-2805 has on its ability to speak to personnel who speak back to it. Oh, On the base of the cryogenic device are the words Siberian or sorry, Siberian solutions for the Oneroy Collective have been embossed. When a human subject is able to physically view SCP-2805, they will receive a phone call within 24 hours. The individual making the call claims to be Walt Disney, who will talk to the subject at length about their hopes for the future, their desires, and the Epcot portion of the Walt Disney World theme park. Digital analysis has confirmed that the voice on the other end of the line sounds identical to recordings of Walt Disney's voice circa 1965. Phone calls were traced to various locations owned by the Disney Corporation. (laughs) Occasionally during these calls, unidentified individuals can be heard demanding to be allowed to speak with the subject. SCP-2805 will usually ignore them, but on occasion it has asked the subject to wait. During these times, the sound described by subjects is as frozen insects hitting glass. Before SCP-2805 resumes conversation, apologizing for the delays of the unimaginative souls. SCP-2805 was discovered on 9-18-1967 when several secretaries for executives within the Disney Corporation reported hearing calls from SCP-2805. After an executive member of the board of directors was called, he began to spend a significant amount of time with the original Epcot plans, and eventually began to petition, er, to petition strongly for the fashioning of the Epcot Park as an industrial center similar to how Walt Disney had designed it. Foundation personnel intervened once the phenomenon had was recognized as legitimate, and SCP-2805 was discovered within a redacted chamber. It was contained on 2-16-1968 and classified as Euclid. On zero, or, or sorry, on 4-25-1968, SCP-2805 began calling Foundation personnel. And Josh, if you would be so good to pull up your script here. Absolutely. Do you, how's your Walt Disney? 
Uh, oh boy, here we go. Uh, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Agent Smith. Take her away, buddy. Right. Hello? Am I coming through? Uh, yes. Can I uh, ask who this is? My name is Walt. I'm terribly sorry for calling without any forewarning. Is this a bad time? No, no, uh, uh, no, please, uh, uh, continue. Well, if you've got the time, I'd like to talk to you about a project I've had in the works. I've got all the time in the world, sir. I call it the, uh, Florida Project. It's an experimental prototype for a future community. It's a place where the modern, hectic world wouldn't be a bother. A place where future technologies could be deployed. And then to the world. Unfortunately, I left my plans in the hands of people who didn't share my vision. Who? Marty. I hired him to work the <laughs> newspaper, and after my uh, illness, which I shall not get into, uh, he was placed in charge of the Florida Project. Now, that's what I called it, but they couldn't do it. All my Imagineers, brilliant men, but they couldn't do it. Couldn't do what exactly? The vision. None of them grasped it. I had thought with the film it was very explicit, but it didn't come across to them. I, I wanted a community of tomorrow, but they gave me a world's fair. Sklar, Marty. He was having. He was a wonderful boy, but he got it wrong. I um sorry, I didn't hear that. Is there something I can do for you? Marty couldn't do it, but he's not my only recourse. Other people can. Maybe even you. Me? I had a great vision for a place to save the modern world from congestion and horrible, crowded noisiness. I want a place my grandchildren can grow up in. Do, do you see what I mean? Yes, but um, I don't think you're coming to the right guy. Oh, but I am. How do you figure? Your organization, sir. I, I can't say with certainty that I understand everything you do, but, but you've got quite a bit of pull. And you're certainly a mile ahead of the technology sector. Y you can do it. I don't think... I that... need you to listen. I need you to help me. I have a delivery system for my message, built on the backs of unimaginative dreams and parasites. I'm using them so that we can build a better tomorrow. Can you dream it? I don't know. If you can dream it, you can do it. End of log. The frozen head of Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I was like doing like kind of part James Stewart, part <laughs> Sean Connery, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what Walt Disney Walt. sounds like. You're good. Like, well, I, 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 I almost did the like kind of quintessential Mid Atlantic. Hey, there, boy, why don't you do that? But, but that that'd be too obvious. That'd be too obvious. I thought, but the but like yeah. Andrew Ryan. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe there's. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what. It's probably what Walt. Good old Walt sounded like. But, um, yeah, the cryogenic head of Walt. <laughs> So, without jumping the shark, Josh, mm -hmm. that was the last one. That was the last now one. Now I know that that one threw my theme into sharp relief for you, right? Well, uh, well, maybe I, I don't know, man. Maybe I, I, I have an idea, but now in hindsight, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, 
maybe I'm way off on here. So I, so I, okay. So you had, which the whole, so, so, so I explain this and then kind of give my rationale and, and then give my actual answer here. So you had the, okay. the, the thirsty cactus, which, which wanted water. Uh, mm-hmm. You had rusty, the radio who would get really upset if you put a drink on him. He was not fond of having any sort of fluids nearby. You also had to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. Rusty was the bartender. He was SCP 8008. Fair fair enough. The radio was SCP, uh, uh, 1821. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, so yeah, 1821, the radio who did not like having water or any sort of fluid near him. You also had the golden Uh urinal when it would be hit with Uh a fluid. Uh, would cause all this mayhem. And then you had the cryogenic head of Walt Disney, which I imagine, and maybe this is my Futurama listeners, check that box, take that drink. Josh talks about <laughs> Futurama, which I imagine being like a cryogenic frozen head suspended in a chamber of like liquid, a jar of liquid. So thematically, I'm thinking this has to be something with water. All of these things are like, or, or fluid or liquid, like, like all these things have to do with water. Was okay. that close? Okay. Um, in the worst roundabout way to being wrong. Yeah, it's pretty close. Okay. 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 I will take that. <laughs> I, I will absolutely um, take that. Do you have a guess as to which one I wrote? I think, man, this is tough. I think you wrote the, oh, God, I think you wrote the radio one. You got it. I wrote the radio. Oh, okay. One. Oh, thank fuck. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Whew. I was. I also I was... added a couple Easter eggs in there, like you know, it turning red when it played Katy Perry or Gamelon yes. music. Yep. Yep. Um, that was that was Josh. Part of my if you rationale. look at your mer- if you look at a military clock, what do eighteen and twenty one symbolize respectively? At a military clock, so eight, eighteen, and twenty one. Well, eight. 1800 would be like uh, like on the hour like what do those hours mean yeah yeah so so 1800 would be 6 p.m and then uh-huh 2100 would be uh what is that 9 9 p.m yeah okay yeah so what, you put those two together what do you get <gasps> that's that's 69. when we 16 oh okay i i, <laughs> I was also going to say that's kind of sort of when we record but uh but yeah oh shit um, also, nice. SCP uh, zero or eight zero zero eight stands for what on a calculator? That's right, boob. <laughs> okay, all right. I feel I feel glad that I that I got it. okay. So, what? Well, well, then what was your theme? What what was your theme that was those tying all of these together? So, thirsty cactus. Um, weird radio that plays whatever you want to hear, but it might not really fit the mood. Um, uh, um, I forgot the third, the, uh, golden toilet and Walt yeah. Disney's head. All shit that I think about while I play fallout new Vegas. Cause I just got <gasps> back from oh, a trip to Ve- Las Vegas. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yes. Mr. House and Mr. Walt Disney House. are interchangeable. Yeah. No, that's great. And quite frankly, I don't know a better place to turn shit into piss than, uh, <laughs> lost wages <laughs> now that's really you good. had number okay, okay so yeah. remind me of your first one i'm sorry oh no no this, okay so i had so i had um scp 1944 ascension burger ascension uh, burger okay nine i can't even read my own hand right 979 <laughs> the stone stoneware rabbit uh-huh uh 7483 uh burble 
and um, 079, the old AI. Okay, so number one, I think your theme is things that we have covered on two wizards recently. So ding, ding, Ascension ding, ding, Burger ding, 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 goes ding. into food. Um, uh, the, the singing rabbit statue would go with the jackalopes, the singing rabbits oh, of the okay. American Northwest. Okay. Um, the burble cuts into lake monsters, which we yep. just did a two-parter on. And then, obviously, the AI was AI. You, you, you hit the nail on the head with one kind of slight clarification. Uh, okay. While yes, the stoneware rabbit, the well, whatever it is, I don't even fucking remember what it is anymore. What is this? Thing? Oh fuck! Is it you're the rabbit? Yes. Because of astrology. Because of fuck. astrology. Oh, okay. These okay, are not jackalope. Yes, these are our season six episodes so far, <laughs> and you absolutely nailed it. We did junk food with the ascension burger. We did. Or no, we we started with astrology. We talked about the year mm-hmm. of the rabbit, even though we like sort of like hinted at Chinese zodiac. But, but yeah, everything else is perfect. Um, yeah, and then the lake monster and then AI. Um, okay, so then which one of these? Which one of these do you think chat GPT came up with? Um, I want to say it was 7483, the burble. You are exactly, yes, buddy. I'm so fucking <laughs> proud of you. I'm so proud of you, man. Uh, yes. Look at us go. Look at us go. Look, Listeners, it's almost like we've been doing this for nigh on three years. Um, yes, uh, 7483 is kind of sort of leet speak where you substitute letter, uh, um, um, numbers for letters for lake 7483 L A K E, kind of sort of something like that. Oh, 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 cool, cool, cool. Uh, but then, yes, and 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 also, listeners, you will just have to take us on our word here that Mark and I had a gentleman's agreement. That while we could have at any point pulled up the uh, SCP dot foundation website to like cross verify, no, I didn't do that with Mark's. Mark didn't do that with mine. Um, and so, now, and there's also like eight iterations. I think there's eight thousand SCPs in that archive as of right now. So even if we did do that, there's no fucking way we could have done that. Like right, unless like when Mark said, "Oh yeah, this is." Um, uh, 1861 or no, uh, 1821. And then I like hurriedly Google. No, fuck that. That's some, that's some, that's some weak ass shit. Uh, but we're not bitch made. Yeah, exactly. So I am so goddamn proud of us. And listeners, did you get it right too? Uh, because I got like one and a half, right. Mark got like 1.97, right. On, on, on mine uh so so this is this was awesome buddy this is so this, this is, is so great goddamn cool this is so goddamn cool. I fucking love scps i fucking love mojitos this is a good night it's great <laughs> it to be back it was, it was so glad to be night. back in my tower and oh, yeah. oh, it's, oh yeah, it's been great it, it has been. It, 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 it's been a wonderful night i've thoroughly enjoyed it uh and listeners hopefully you have too so uh uh so so yeah let us know tell us how did you do uh, on our sort of like SCP quiz game, did you predict accurately which ones Mark wrote, which ones I wrote, or or I had Chat GPT write? Um, did you predict our themes? I, I, I mean, I'm, I, I would hope by the time I got to old AI, mine was mine was <laughs> obvious <laughs> enough. Oh, I'm saving that for the end because otherwise, yeah. Uh, but but tell. Actually, this would be great, Mark. Maybe 
maybe we'll have to like do a contest. Maybe we'll have to ask our listeners to submit their own SCPs to us so that for a future episode, we can read them and we can, and we can talk about our listener submitted SCPs. Cause we had some great feedback from our listener submitted ghost stories. Yeah, that's very true. So I, I would, yeah. Listeners, please um, write up your own SCPs and Josh yeah. and I will cover them on a future episode. We Absolutely. Would, we would love, we would love to that be because this is, as we've talked about in our previous SCP episodes, is this like kind of sort of yokai-ish kind of kayfabe, a hundred percent kayfabe actually. <laughs> um, but it's but it's fun and it's dumb and it's informative, and baby, that's what we do at the Two Wizards podcast. So send us your send us your user submitted SCPs, um, and we'll read them. And and when we come back, because this was SCP episode number three for us, right? We did the first one, and then the second one with my horrible, they all have the letter R. This was three. And so, yeah, so for SCP-4, we will happily do some user-submitted um, SCP ones. Uh, so send them oh, yeah. in. Send them in to uh, uh, twowizardspodcast at gmail.com if email is your thing. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Two Wizards Pod C One. Find us on Instagram, Two Wizards Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Two Wizards Podcast. Maybe Mark Zuckerberg. Not maybe. Definitely Mark Zuckerberg is an SCP. <laughs> I was gonna say Mark Zuckerberg is an SCP. <laughs> he absolutely is. Um, get a hold of us on those. Um, actually, I. Now that I think about it, I, I think this milestone kind of like came and went. But Mark, we're more than four thousand downloads. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Which we're rocking it. We are rocking it. We're like inching closer to five thousand. Maybe yep. just like one thousand coincided with our our, our two year anniversary. Maybe five thousand is going to coincide with our three year. Who knows? Or maybe we'll blow. We'll blow past that. No, milestone. fuck that. One thousand or, or five thousand is going to coincide with like next week. Yeah, probably next. Nah, week. Nah, so nah. probably next week, something like that. <laughs> probably tomorrow. I bet tomorrow we hit ten k. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. And <laughs> you can help that happen. You 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 can help make that happen. So, um, as you're listening to this episode, as we're winding down, give it the like, give it the thumbs up, give it the share, do the word of mouth thing. Just just go go find one of your friends and like have them play this game of which is the SCP that Mark and I came up with. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. I'm officially off of the uh, protected, so I'm 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 back, baby. I'm out there in the Twitterverse <laughs> doing the thing. You can find me, Josh, at Plaid Barbarian on Twitter. Mark, what are some other things that are going on that you want to talk about? Uh, you can find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter, or you can find me on our sister podcast, The Dangle Podcast, a weekly King of the Hill podcast where me and my buddy Johnny uh, discuss two episodes of King of the Hill. Uh, this week we did... Just a sec, sorry. Yep. We did That's What She Said, the one with Ben Stiller and inappropriate jokes, and My Hair Lady, the one where Bill acts like a gay guy so we can cut hair. And spoilers, I liked one a whole lot better than the other. And also, Bido is probably my favorite character in the entire goddamn series. <laughs> um, also, keep an eye out for upcoming projects that will be out soon on both my end, and I think maybe Josh's end too. Mm-hmm. We're getting excited. The high hammock name grows ever stronger. Its shadow will become vast, and you will be entertained underneath it 
Yeah. Well, and yeah. and it's 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 been, man. I I'm I'm just I just continue to be, just like bathed in warmth, almost like, a golden toilet. <laughs> This You're is saying a, you want Granddad to bring you a golden shower, or you want Santa Claus to bring you a golden shower for Christmas, Granddad? Maybe, maybe that is what I'm saying. But what I am saying also is that we love, we love seeing those download numbers tick up. We love seeing the interactions that we get from you. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I'm just, I just have so much love that I feel like I can remember things. Up to 35 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to I, these mojitos, I won't remember what happened yeah, 12 hours ago in 24 hours. So Yeah, yeah. we're going to have to like clean our cassette tape memory and start over again. <laughs> uh, but listeners, thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure. It's always a joy. Uh, and uh, see what we have coming up uh, on next week's episode. My name is Josh, and I'm a wizard. And my name is Mark. We love you all, everyone. Take care. He rolled upon his back, and afterwards, I killed him!